Welcome. Pull up a seat, slip on your headphones, or just turn up the volume a bit. You found the Glenise Show with Glenise Hughes. This is not a show for those who are fine with a small life. No, we go big here. You can transform every aspect of your life if you just know where to start. Now, here is your host, Glenise. Hello, and welcome to the Glenise Show. I am so grateful you are here. Thank you so, so much. I just, seriously, I know I say it every week, and I I really, really be so much gratitude for each and every one of you, for you looking at your crap, for you changing what isn't working, for you being willing to be courageous. You know, please take a moment right now just to acknowledge you and what you've changed just by being open to what else is possible. You know, don't look at all the stuff you think should have changed by now. Be present with what you have changed, sweet friend. Yeah, yeah. And please just take a moment to receive the gratitude that I be for you because it is, it is truly beyond words. So, this week's show is Does It Work for you. <laughs> now, I have been studying these amazing tools from Access Consciousness since 2011. So, you know, that's a long time. And yet, <laughs> I still had a situation not that long ago where I didn't even question if something worked for me. I have uh, four sisters, and years ago, my mom. Um, said she didn't want to host Christmas anymore, so it alternates between us five girls every year. So five years ago, it was at my house at our acreage near Vermilion, and now we've moved. It was to be at my house here near Sherwood Park. And guess what? (laughs) I was going to host it. Of course I was going to host it. That was what my mom said I was to do every five years. It's my job to host Christmas. And I never once looked at if I wanted to, which sounds ridiculous, I know, but I never did. I never even asked myself a question like, does that work for me? Is that fun for me? So when we moved into this amazing home that I love so much, um, you know, just kept planning for it like hubby and I were talking about what we were going to make and and you know just where people were going to sleep and what it was going to be like and just you know kind of getting all of the plans ready and and hubby's never been a big fan of I'm gonna say my family but I don't actually think it has anything to do with my family I actually think it's just 30 people you know a group of a large group of people unless they have geo um, gps's in their hands and they're geocaching it's not a lot of fun for him there's it's just he's just always been that way I've created a lot of drama trauma around it for myself over the years I've made up a lot of stories and really it just doesn't work for him to be around a group of people like that. So, as I was contemplating that this fall and realized, you know what, I actually don't want him to be here. Like, I know what he's, well, I shouldn't say I know, but I know what he has chosen in the past. I know what he could choose again. Of course, he could choose many different things. But I was just like, no, 
I really would like it just to be really ease and fun and everybody to feel like they're comfortable in my home. So I said to him, I'm going to send you away. Where would you like to go geocaching for Christmas? Now, that might sound a bit heartless to some of you, but it really wasn't. It was actually kindness. Kindness because I know, one, what would have been created if he'd have stayed and chose what he's chosen in the past, which would not be fun for anybody, and I would have judged him harshly and been one of those superior bitching women that I used to be. So it was really from kindness and caring. It's like, hey, here's what works for me, and it's you not being here. (laughs) And what's true is it doesn't work for him to be here either. So it really was a win-win. So he's off searching. Um, You know, where would he like to go geocaching? Now, I should say as a side note, Christmas really uh, doesn't really mean anything to us. Like it's it's a time to get together with family, but we have lots of times we get together with family. So it's never really been a big significant thing. So it's just another day. So he's happy to go off geocaching. So in November, we had a sister weekend and I was sharing with my sisters about how he was going away for Christmas. And it never, once again, never occurred to me. Did it work for me to have Christmas? Is now we've got an extra expense of sending him away so that we can have a fun Christmas. And not, of course, that we couldn't have a fun Christmas with him here. And he needed to go away for Christmas. <laughs> so we spent, uh, there was one day where we did spa treatments. So the, there was two sisters that spent more time together than the other three and just the way our appointments were and such. So when I arrived, after two of them had spent some time together, they said, you know, we have a question for you. <laughs> and we don't want to offend you or upset you. But we really wonder, does having Christmas work for you? And it just stopped me in my tracks because I never even considered not hosting Christmas. I mean, it's my year. I'm supposed to host Christmas. And I just said, actually, well, I don't think they said, does it work for you? No, they wouldn't use that term. But like, do you want to basically? Like, are you interested in it? And I was like, actually, no, I'm only doing it because I'm supposed to. And wow. (laughs) And they said, well, you know, to be honest, it would work better for all of us if you didn't host Christmas because you live the farthest away now. So if we can have it kind of central where three of the the five, three of the six families, my parents included in that, uh, live really close to it would be so much easier for us. And I was like, wow. And I said, well, I'm okay with that. Now, you know, I guess we need to ask the other sisters, you know, what plans they had and such. And anyway, long story short, I am not hosting Christmas this year. And I've never been so happy about it. Like, it's just so interesting to me that it never even, like, it didn't even cross my mind to check in with me. Does it work for me to host Christmas? Because I could have went, wow, this really doesn't work for me. And I really don't want to send hubby away, like, so that I can have my family here. If I'm going to have my family here and send hubby away, I'm going to do it in the summer because I've got a beautiful outdoor pool. So I would much rather do it when we can play in the pool than in the winter when for the most part, we're just inside. Um, 
this has been a very unusual winter here in, in Alberta, so it's been quite mild, but still not mild enough to use the swimming pool. So, yeah, there you have it. I never even checked if it worked for me. So this is something that I have been looking at since then, which was about mid-December, mid of like all of the things that I just do. Does it work for me? Like, is it a habit I've got into? Is it because someone told me once I should? Like, what is it that I'm doing what I'm doing? You know, whether it's recording this radio show, whether it's having a business, whether it's like anything. Like, does it truly work for me? And the thing that I know just, again, from the tools of access is that that can change. You know, every 10 seconds, we can choose something different. So what might have worked last week might not work this week or last year or 20 years ago. You know, even, even what we've changed over the years with regards to Christmas, like the very first time hubby and I went away over Christmas and didn't have kind of the traditional Christmas, like it was very different. So it's looking at each piece for you, like does it work for you? Now, it doesn't mean that all of a sudden you go, oh, it doesn't work for me, so I'm not doing any of it, or I'm not, like, you want to use your awareness, and you also want to be, be aware of what will create more. Because, you know, let's say I would have had the awareness that it didn't work for me to host Christmas, you know, phoning my mom up and saying, hey, you know what, I'm not hosting Christmas, so figure it out. Like, that wouldn't have created more. Uh, so it's like, really, if, if you have some things that you are aware of don't work for you anymore, what's it going to take to change them? And what is going to create, like, the kind of like, how can you be kind in those changes? Now, I don't mean kind from this reality, but kind. Like, really, true kindness. Kindness for you, kindness for everyone involved. If you have always hosted Christmas for the past 40 years, and you get it doesn't work for you anymore, possibly telling them December 20th that you're not hosting Christmas may not create more. Who knows? Uh, you know, that's up to you to, to check in with you. But it's like looking at that, what does it take to change it? And then what is required? What is the action that's required? What's the energy that's required? You know, in my case, it was <laughs> talk about the universe having my back because I don't know how many times I'd have hosted Christmas before I'd have realized this isn't fun for me. None of that is fun for me. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't enjoy doing any of that. Uh, I know a lot of people do. A lot of people love that. My one sister, and unfortunately, um, she lives the farthest the other way. <laughs> Otherwise, I know every family event would be at her house and she would be thrilled with that. She loves hosting. She loves baking for days and cooking for days. And that just lights her up. And I'm so grateful that it does. And that's not me. So uh, in this, this summer, <laughs> pool parties will definitely be, you know, that'll be me. But probably I will say to people, bring your own food and bring your own drinks. <laughs> I supply the pool. Uh, everything else is up to you. That's just, you know, that's just what's fun for me and more ease for me. But it's like, really, what works for you? And maybe you love entertaining. And maybe you haven't allowed yourself to do that. 
you know, maybe your partner doesn't love that aspect. You know, if I loved entertaining and, and, and hubby, you know, doesn't with, say with my, like that might've been something I would have mimicked, so to speak, but I really don't. What I have enjoyed this year, which is really different, uh, is we had a, a neighbor party and we also had just this past weekend, I had all the bars facilitators and certified facilitators uh, within Alberta. I had a party, an afternoon party with them, all of them who could could join us. So, you know, I have actually hosted two parties in December and I really enjoyed it. But it's a very different energy having a couple appetizers and some wine compared to, you know, a full-fledged Christmas dinner the way that most people make the Christmas dinner. Um, you know, and so that that has been fun for me. Plus, hubby doesn't mind that sort of a group of very short, you know, <laughs> few hours and then everybody's gone. And so he's around to help and, and, you know, does all of the cleanup and stuff. So that's really ease for me and really fun for me. Now, if you'd asked me a year ago, I would have told you it wasn't. And I don't know that I was being honest with myself with that because it's, it's been really interesting. Now, I also used to use a phrase and I have stopped <laughs> once I realized that what I was actually saying, but I would say I'm socially stupid. And I didn't mean that from the place of like, that sounds really judgy. I was really just meaning a lot of times in social situations, I don't really know how to interact. So if you put me in front of a group to facilitate or share stories or be funny, I can do that. Uh, if you put me in um, where somebody else is on the stage and I'm sitting as part of the group and we're interacting that way, I can do that. But put me one-on-one -on -one in a big group but just talking individually with people, <laughs> that's often where in the past I've not done so well. And earlier this year, I recognized that I didn't that I was saying that and what I was actually saying and projecting onto myself every freaking time I said it, I'm socially stupid. It's like, no, actually, I'm not socially stupid. I'm socially brilliant. And one thing that I know I do really well is I ask questions. So I can actually meet anybody anywhere and ask them questions like, duh. <laughs> So, so anything that you say about you that isn't true, yeah, we just destroy and uncreate it all, return to sender with consciousness. Right, wrong, good, bad, online, pipoc, shorts, boys and beyonds. Now, that same sister of mine who would host every family event if, if she lived closer, uh, she also is a social butterfly. So where I got or where I, you know, chose to judge myself with the socially stupid in that sense was that she's a social butterfly. So she can walk into a, a group of people and leave with everybody's numbers and they're all waiting for her to phone. Like, you know, she's just that type of a person. So I've always looked at that and thought, I should be that, and because I'm not that, then I'm socially stupid. <laughs> I mean, it sounds so funny when I talk it out now, and that's what I chose, and it worked for me until it didn't. And so when I ha you know, had the couple parties, now the one party, the, the Alberta um, CFs and BFs, that was ease because I'd met pretty much all of them before. But the neighbor party, where I hadn't met anybody, that was totally different. Uh, and it was awesome. It was totally awesome, because I just kept reminding myself, 
Ask questions. Ask them questions. You're not socially stupid. You know how to ask questions better than most people I know. So just ask them questions. And it was ease and it was so much fun. And I had a level of presence with them that was beyond anything I'd ever chose before. Because you can imagine <laughs> the energy that I'm putting out there in a party when I've got the point of view that I'm socially stupid. <laughs> God, you know, it's so funny when you'd really become aware of a point of view and like, then it kind of sticks out like a sore thumb. So all of those points of views that you haven't been willing yet to be aware of, on three, will you drop all of the barriers so you can be aware of them now to change them? One, two, three, one, two, three, one, two, three, one, two, three, one, two. Three. Yeah, you know, as sweet Dr. Dane here says, your point of view creates your reality. So if you are going to have the point of view <laughs> that you're socially stupid, then you are right. And that is what you will experience. So it's really the, the gift is in the awareness of the point of view and then knowing you can choose something different. You know, so it did take, in, in my case, some self-talk before the neighbor party where I went, okay, you know what? You can ask some questions. Like, you've got this. This is, this is fine. And the other thing with hubby is he's, he's really good that way. Like, he's able to have conversations with anybody and, and, and all of that. So I knew that, you know, kind of worst case scenario, uh, I could just stand beside him and, and just be there, but I didn't actually need that at all. It was amazing. Plus, my neighbors are freaking amazing. Like, absolutely amazing people, all of them. And I, shouldn't, uh, no, I don't know them all, but all of them that came that night were absolutely amazing. So it just, it's just something that I'm so grateful for. That again was like, I would have told you, like I said, a year ago that it didn't work for me to do that. And it actually does. And then it <laughs> didn't work. I didn't let myself know that hosting Christmas didn't work for me when it didn't. And it's interesting. It's like what you're supposed to do. So you don't even check in with you because you're supposed to do it. <laughs> so everything that you're supposed to do that you really doesn't work for you, but you are doing it because you're supposed to do it. We'll get a story and uncreate it all and return it to sender with consciousness. Right, wrong, good, bad, online, putt, puck, shorts, boys and beyonds. You know, and I just wonder how many times, like, you know, everybody's maybe kind of aware, like let's use Christmas as an example. Everybody's aware that nobody wants to be doing what's been done in the past anymore, but it takes the one courageous person to finally say, hey, I don't want to do this anymore. What about you guys? You know, I think of families like, so in my family growing up, Christmas was always at, well, first off when I was really young, Christmas was always at my grandma's house, my mom's mom. And then as the years progressed, it went to her daughter, so my mom and her two sisters. And then it got to where um, my dad felt like our family was too big compared to everybody else's, so it just went to my mom's house until she finally said, no more, you guys have it. Like, and it's like, I wonder if we would be willing to be aware of it. And I don't actually know if my mom didn't want to for years before she said something. I don't know actually what occurred there, but... I know for myself, I'm really grateful that I don't have to and that I can be aware of saying no. 
and what else is possible. So on that note, we're off to break and we'll be right back. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com Did you know that Glenise travels the world facilitating classes, possibilities, and awesomeness? From across Europe, New York to California, Australia, and across Canada, along with her beautiful acreage near Edmonton, Alberta. Plus, you can also join many of Glenise's phenomenal classes, live-streamed from the comfort of your home. Check Glenise's schedule at GleniseHughes.com. If you would like Glenise to come to your area, contact her for the possibilities. GleniseHughes.com. Did you know that Glenise travels the world facilitating classes, possibilities, and awesomeness? She does. From Ireland to England, across Europe to the Netherlands, and from Guatemala to Nicaragua to Mexico, and her center of possibilities in Lloydminster, Canada. There will be more places added, so find out if Glenise will be in your area. Be sure to check her schedule on www.glenise.net for more information about where Glenise will be visiting next. If you'd like Glenise to come to your area, contact her for the possibilities. www.glenise.net. Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. You're tuned in to The Glenise Show. Want to find out more about what Glenise and the show are about? Visit GleniseHughes.com. Again, that's G-L-E-N-Y-C-E Hughes.com. Now, back to our show. Welcome back, everybody. So we are talking about does it work for you? Yeah, like what are you doing that doesn't actually work for you that you haven't even let yourself know? Everything that is, we just store and uncreate it all and return it to sender with consciousness. Right, wrong, good, bad, online, pot, pot, shorts, boys, and beyonds. So what are you doing that doesn't even work for you that you haven't even let yourself know. Everything that is, we just turn and create it all and return it to sender with consciousness. Right, wrong, good, bad, all nine, pot, pock, shorts, boys, and beyonds. And what are you choosing that doesn't even work for you, that you haven't even let yourself know? Everything that is, we just turn and create it all, return to sender with consciousness. Right, wrong, good, bad, all nine, pot, pock, shorts, boys, and beyonds. Now, in the past, I've chose like more of like from a martyr energy. It's like I was aware it didn't work for me, but I chose it so that I could, you know, bitch slap people with it later and, and play the victim and all of that, uh, where this, this whole coasting Christmas thing is a totally different thing. Like I truly didn't even check in with me until they asked me. And it was interesting because they were really, I don't want to say nervous, that's, that makes it sound too, too much, but they were really uncomfortable asking. You know, they really thought they would offend me that I was, you know, so looking forward to it. And it's like, no, but I never considered not. <clears throat> so it's like, yeah, like, what if we'd be willing to do that, too, and be that question for other people? And I don't mean it from a, like, superior bitch and jump into their world and, you know, check that everything they're doing works for them. But, like, 
if you're aware of it, like my sisters were, you know, check in. Would it create more to ask them? And then you also want to give them a little bit space. So in my case, I was, you know, obviously I was willing to hear them and all of that. But for some people, they might go straight into defense. You know, I could see in the past where I would have went into defense about it. Like, no, of course I do. What are you talking about? That sort of an energy. So, you know, people might have that and they might have that defense with it. And maybe it'll change. Like maybe the next day they'll come back to you and say, hey, you know what, I've really been thinking about that. And you're right. Like, I don't want to do that or it doesn't work for me or whatever they might say. This is a little bit unrelated, but kind of the same energy. Years ago, oh gosh, we were, hmm, I don't even know, probably like six or seven years ago. Well, I was doing access, so yeah, probably six, five or six years ago. And uh, I really wanted to buy Hubby an iPad for his birthday. But I wanted to make sure that he wanted it and that, you know, he could pick it out because, you know, with all of these gadgets, they've got different things on it. And I just wanted to make sure. So I had said to him one day, I said, what would you like for your birthday? And he said what he had said every other time I'd ever asked him what he would like for a present for birthday, Christmas, whatever. And he said, I don't need anything. I have you. And that's all the gifts I need. Right? I know. I mean, but it was like, yeah, right? Like it's, it, it's, it's different if it's delivered from uh, that true space, but it was really always delivered from, I can't ask for anything because it's wrong to ask for what I would like. And that's my own point of view about it. You know, he might have a different point of view about it. But anyway, so that's what he said to me. So I said, oh, wow, okay. I was going to get you an iPad, but all right then. And I shut up. And it was two or three days later, he came back to me and he said, were you really serious about that iPad? So it took him some time to get to that space of being willing to receive it. And then, you know, and I gave that to him. I didn't superior bitch him from the place of you have to receive it and you're wrong not to or that you're you're not willing to receive. You know, I didn't do any of that with him. I just I just mentioned that's what it was going to be. But hey, if having me in your life is enough already then. And uh, and so it's just that space sometimes that people need. So when you ask somebody or however, you know, again, it might not ever be light to do so. And maybe it will be. No, maybe there will be somebody that you can check in and say, hey, is this fun for you? Do you like doing this? Could we look at something different? You know, one of the things that I never, of course, thought of, especially again with the holidays, is kids and Christmas morning, because I don't have kids. So it never mattered to me where Christmas was, because, and for the most part, hubby never came with me. Uh, So it was just, I just, it was just me. So no big deal. And then as my friend's kids and even my sister's kids started getting, you know, well, not even that, just, you know, a couple years old, I would start to hear them talk about, I really wish we didn't have to go to so-and-so's for Christmas. I really wish my kids could stay home Christmas morning and open their presents. Like, and then I became aware of like, of course, that makes perfect sense to have the kids with their toys at home. And I remember as a kid, you know, we never stayed overnight because we lived close to both my grandparents. Uh, 
but even Christmas Day, you know, so you get all your new toys and then, all right, let's go to grandma's. It's like, no, I just want to play with my toys. Uh, So I remember that as a kid, but I never thought of it from a parent point. And so how many parents, but also like their parents, of course, but they're also kids of parents (laughs) are still going to their to their parents house for the overnight for and loading up all the presents and having to hide them if there's still you know the belief in Santa and all of that and like what if it doesn't work for you if you found another way now that might upset somebody you know that might upset those parents that you go to every Christmas And so a little bit of a different story, but still kind of the same energy was years ago, our very first Christmas that we went to Mexico and we left, I think it was on the 23rd. And I had said to my mom, and this was before access. And I had said to her, you know, we are not going to be home for Christmas. And she said, yes, you are. This is a home year, which is we have this thing in our family where um, like this year's also what we call a home year. So everybody Uh, is with my family this year and next year will be a a away year so everybody's with their spouse's family so that happened to be a home year and that was her point of view was like no this is a home Christmas so you will be at home (laughs) meanwhile I'm in my well I would have been in my 30s (laughs) late 30s and uh, (laughs) and I was like no mom I'm sorry but we won't be and I knew how upset she was and I knew how in her world it was wrong and I chose it anyway now I didn't choose it to make her upset I chose it because one it was what worked for me but I also knew that if I chose not to because she was upset it wouldn't I would have made it her worst Christmas ever Yeah, so a lot of times when we choose what works for us, even though the other person may not acknowledge that it created more, it always creates more. Because the alternative is you to be really pissy with them, you to be mad at them, you to be unkind to them because they made you choose something that you didn't want to choose. Yeah, everything that brings out we destroy and uncreate it all. Right, wrong, good, bad, online, pot, puck, shirts, boys and beyonds. So again, I mean, you always want to be in your awareness. But you doing what works for you, people may not love it. You know, if you're the one who's going home and packing up your kids and all the presents and doing it for your parents, and it doesn't work for you, then chances are you're bitching about them, you're complaining about them, you're judging them, you're, you know, that, that's unkindness. Like, even if it's not to their face, that's unkindness. Then actually being an adult and saying, hey, mom and dad, I have enjoyed all of these Christmases with you guys. Next year, we're going to have Christmas at home and we will come over at dinner time or, you know, whatever, whatever that looks like for you. But really, Look at what works for you and then take the action of what's required. And maybe going to your parents' house at Christmas is the best thing you can do. Maybe you absolutely love that. And that's okay too. Like there's really no right or wrong way. What I'm inviting you to (laughs) is to check in. 
Does it work for you? Does what you're doing work for you? And one of the tools that we talk about in Access that can actually get you so much clarity with this is called the um, like choosing every 10 seconds. So every 10 seconds, but probably not going to be that often because that would be quite daunting, uh, check in. If I had 10 seconds to live the rest of my life, what would I choose? And start paying attention to when it isn't what you're choosing right then. So if you're in your office at work and you ask that, let's say you even only think to ask it once an hour for eight hours. And six of the times you ask it, it's you would be doing something different than what you're doing right then. <laughs> Please start looking for a new job. <laughs> If only two out of those eight times you ask, you would be doing something different, then cool. But what you really, what that helps you do is to become aware of, are you choosing what works for you? And that's why I say not a, it doesn't have to be 100% of the time. Like if there's two out of eight times where you wouldn't be doing what you're doing, that's cool. That can be probably anybody's life at any given moment. But if it's constantly more than half, you wouldn't be what you're doing what you're doing. What can you add to your life to change it? And it's just, if I, had the, if I had 10 seconds to live the rest of my life, would I be choosing this? Does this work? And not from the place of, if I was going to die in 10 seconds, I would want to be in my lover's arms saying goodbye. Like, not from that crazy. But really, it just gets you clear in, if I had 10 seconds to live the rest of my life, would I be doing this? And if it's a no, more than it's a yes. Okay, what's, what, what would it take? Maybe it's a different office. Maybe it's a different chair. Maybe it's a different job. Like, just be aware of that. But also use it outside of work too. You know, when you're at home with your family, when you're out with friends, when you're doing your grocery shopping, when you're cleaning your house. Like, if those are things that don't work for you, there are people, and I don't get it, but there are people who love doing that stuff. Cleaning, grocery shopping, organizing, errands, unpacking stuff. They love that. There are people out there that love that. <laughs> Those are not my things. Those are definitely not my things. And Hubby now has been doing them for three years, and I'm so grateful. Uh, and he loves it. He absolutely loves it. So... If he didn't, we would find somebody who did. Because I know the difference. Like I, I would often feel the difference when I walked in um, before Hubby retired, we had a house cleaner. And when I would walk into the house, after she had cleaned the house, it was like, oh, the house was loved. The, they would just shone. It was just a totally different energy than when I did it. Because I didn't do it from joy. I didn't do it from caring. I didn't do it from anything other than I just have to get this stupid thing done. <laughs> so pretty much anything you're doing from that energy, <laughs> you might want to look at what it would take to change it. And it doesn't mean you have to stop altogether. Like maybe, maybe you like to take a lot of time with it. 
you know, maybe you really like to get in, like I'm, I'll keep using cleaning as an example, you like to get in into the cracks and really take your time with it. So maybe that's what's required to change it, is to, to look at, you know, what day of the week could you do either six hours or two hours or maybe an hour a day or like how, how can you fit that in rather than I have to do it this way. You know, like how, what is it going to take for it to work for you? You know, that's why I say sometimes it's just changing an office at a workplace. It's not the work. It's the office isn't, isn't sunny enough for you or isn't whatever for you. Or a lot of people, especially nowadays, it seems a lot of people are working from home. So maybe they go into the office two days a week and they work from home three days a week. Like, what is it going to take for it to work for you? And then just that willingness to be honest for in the first place, if it's working for you or what pieces are working, what pieces aren't. So everything that doesn't allow you to be honest with you completely, 110%, will you destroy and uncreate it all and return it to sender with consciousness, right, wrong, good, bad, online, putt, box, shorts, boys and beyonds. And it's something that I've heard Gary, who's the founder of Access, say a million times. Be honest with you. What we're taught to do is be honest with everybody else and lie to us. What if we could be honest with us and be aware of what other people can hear? Because not everybody can hear. You know, like, if you are going to change things up, with, you know, stick with the Christmas example, if you are going to change things up with Christmas, what would your parents need to hear for them to be okay with you not coming? You know, a lot of times people go, well, we don't want to come here anymore. And it's a lot of work. And don't you understand that? And you know, there's a lot of defense and push and force and unkindness. Whereas maybe what the parents need to hear is, mom and dad, you know, we've just loved coming here. And what I realized is, what you've created with us coming here and all of these traditions, I'd really like to set this up with my kids. I'd really like to start now creating this space for us at our home. So we won't be coming next Christmas for Christmas morning, but I'd sure love if you guys came to our house instead or whatever you need, like whatever's required, but there's, there's a billion ways you can deliver something. Would you be willing to be aware of what they can hear as opposed to what you've decided they need to hear? You know, usually you want to tell them the truth, but truth is a really funny thing. What's true for me doesn't mean it's true for you. If you talk to any kids, <laughs> and I mean adult kids for the most part, um, could be kid kids too, but adult kids for the most part, if you talk to any siblings who grew up together and then talk about their memories... <laughs> They're usually very different because what was true for each one of them was different. So then we kind of all operate off of this. Well, it's true for everyone because it's true for me. It's not. It's the same idea. It works for you. It may not work for somebody else. That's okay. What I know is that if you do what works for you, it ultimately ultimately creates more on the planet, even if that other person or people don't agree. Everything that brings up way to store and uncreate at all times a godzillion. Right, wrong, good, bad, online, putt, puck, shorts, boys, and beyonds. Yeah. 
All right, on that note, we are gonna head to break and we'll be right back. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com Did you know that Glenise travels the world facilitating classes, possibilities, and awesomeness? From across Europe, New York to California, Australia, and across Canada, along with her beautiful acreage near Edmonton, Alberta. Plus, you can also join many of Glenise's phenomenal classes, live streamed from the comfort of your home. Check Glenise's schedule at GleniseHughes.com. If you would like Glenise to come to your area, contact her for the possibilities. GleniseHughes.com. Did you know that Glenise travels the world facilitating classes, possibilities, and awesomeness? She does. From Ireland to England, across Europe to the Netherlands, and from Guatemala to Nicaragua to Mexico, and her center of possibilities in Lloydminster, Canada. There will be more places added, so find out if Glenise will be in your area. Be sure to check her schedule on www.glenise.net for more information about where Glenise will be visiting next. If you'd like Glenise to come to your area, contact her for the possibilities. www.glenise.net. Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. You're tuned in to The Glenise Show. Want to find out more about what Glenise and the show are about? Visit GleniseHughes.com. Again, that's G-L-E-N-Y-C-E Hughes.com. Now, back to our show. Welcome back, everybody. So we are talking about, does it work for you? (laughs) Yeah, and I wonder what it would be like for all of us to be aware of what works for us and willing to honor ourselves in that, whatever that looks like. And I wonder what it would take for us to be an allowance of what works for other people. Yeah, everything that brings up, we destroy and uncreate it all. Right, wrong, good, bad, online, put, fuck, shorts, boys, yawns. Maybe you're one of the parents that the kids and their kids come to your house for Christmas and you have the thought of them saying they're not coming and you just want to lay down and cry. You know, so it's like really looking at that. Does that work for, like, not does it work for you, but like, would you be willing to be an allowance if they ever said that to you? And like, maybe you're, I mean, I'm just, it makes, blah, 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 easy for me to say. Um, it sounds very conclusionary. I don't mean that every adult child who takes their kids and stays with their parents for Christmas is unhappy. I am just using an example that I never even thought about until, you know, years ago when my friends and sisters started getting um, their kids getting a few years older and how much most of them, so those ones in particular to me, preferred to stay at home Christmas morning. So please know that if that's how your family does it and everybody loves it, it doesn't mean they want to stop. Um, And would you be willing to be okay with it if they did? Would you be willing to look at what works for you based on what they choose? So this is to me the other piece. Yeah. It's the willingness for us to go, wow, that's what they're choosing. 
What do I choose based on that? And that is, for some reason I've got this energy of that is putting your big girl panties on. (laughs) Or your big boy britches on. I don't know what the word is. Gotchies, maybe. Like that's really, to me, being willing to be aware. When you go, okay, so that's what they're choosing. I'm not going to pretend they're not. Now what do I choose based on that? And that was where, you know, I talked in the first segment about hubby and, and my family. And, you know, where I just said to him is this, you know, what are you going to do while they're here? Oh, well, hopefully I can go out to my shop and just, you know, get away from it all. And it's like, ah, God, that doesn't work for me. Now, I didn't say to him, he can't do that. Because <laughs> that's not going to work. Um, and that's not kind. So, okay, he's telling me what he's going to do, and that doesn't work for me. So what choice do I have based on what he's choosing? Oh, I can send him away. Now, if he would have said to me, I don't want to go away. I want to stay at home for Christmas. Then that's totally different. But he was excited to go. He was like, because I said, well, find somewhere warm where you can do a lot of geocaching. Like, that would be really cool. Um, So he was happy to go. But if he had said, no, I really want to stay, then maybe I would have actually had the awareness myself to go, maybe somebody else wants to host Christmas. I mean, who knows? But it's that piece to me is something that I've avoided most of my life. So I go in in the past, I'm much more willing to be aware of it now and still not all the time, what would it take? But the, uh, the acknowledging the awareness of what somebody's choosing And then I get to choose based on what they're choosing. So, you know, if you have a friend that for 10 years, every time you went out, it was a fabulous time and you just laughed all the time and it was great and it was just yummy and it was delicious. And then for the past five years, (laughs) it's been shit because they complain and they whine and they judge and they're angry. And, you know, a lot of times we still keep going out because of what was or what we know can be instead of wait (laughs) what are they choosing now and what do I choose based on that choice and then what can they hear so you don't say well who knows maybe you do again if it's from awareness it's different but quite likely you don't say to them "Mm, I'm not coming out with you this week because you you're dull and boring and cranky you know that's that's your truth that's not their truth so then what can they hear oh I'm sorry I've got other plans I'm sorry it doesn't work this week whatever you need to say but it's like really what are you going to choose based on what they're choosing get out of the fantasy of what you think they should choose or what they've actually chosen the past yeah so everything that brings up we destroy and uncreate it all return to sender with consciousness Right, wrong, good, bad, online, putt, box, shorts, boys, and beyonds. And then it really becomes interesting because the more, and this is my own awareness of it, the more that I'm willing to choose what works for me based on what somebody else is choosing, not the fantasy, but the, actually what they're choosing, the less drama, trauma in my life. Weird, right? Except it's not. It makes perfect sense. Because the, say, five years ago, when I hosted Christmas, and hubby chose to be a jackass, uh, you know what? I knew it before. Uh, Everybody knew it before. That's what he has chose 
ever since day one. So I pretended and I put my blinders on and I was in my fantasy world that it would be different because who, who knows what, because, because, because. And it wasn't. So then I had a lot of drama trauma. Oh boy, did I have drama trauma. And then hubby had drama trauma because I had hubby drama, you know. Anyway, so it's like that creates that unwillingness to be aware of what people are choosing and then not willing to be aware of what you're going to choose based on what they're choosing. Or not, not what you're going to choose, but what actually works for you based on what they're choosing. And then it's the willingness to receive the judgment, you know, because I, I was feeling a little bit, and I feel like I've talked about this, so I might have even had this on a radio show before, who knows? Um, I talk a lot, I talk a lot, <laughs> and I'm so grateful that hubby has given me free reign to talk about us, because uh, there's so much, you know, especially in a relationship, a husband and wife relationship, where there's so there's so much stuff that can be cleared and changed and so much stuff that other people go through that I tell you what 10 years ago if I could have listened to my radio shows and heard somebody talking about the stuff that I thought was the worst in the world which really is no big thing but I thought it was horrible because I was in the fantasy that everybody's relationship was perfect except mine so something must be wrong with me Oh man, what I'd have given for that. And I'm grateful to be that voice now. And just, you know, I get so much feedback from people who just say, oh my gosh, I'm so grateful that you're honest about what is and don't pretend that everything's perfect. And I'm, yeah, <laughs> I couldn't if I tried. Because um, you'd be able to tell. I, you totally, I, I know, yeah, anyway, it doesn't matter. So I was talking about receiving the judgment of it. So even when it was coming up to Chris, um, to Sister Weekend, and I was like, man, I'm going to have to tell them that I'm sending him away. And for some reason, I had some crazy around that. I was like, oh my gosh, they're going to judge me. They're going to be, you know, they're going to think, you know, he's horrible for her. Or, you know, I had all this stuff. And then I just started and created it. And I was like, you know what? I can only say what, like, what is. I don't have to attach a story Nobody, like, there's nothing. It's just that I'm choosing to send him away. And I wasn't sure how I was going to bring it up. And what was so cool is my one sister, just out of the blue, said, so does Rodney like Christmas? <laughs> and it was like, it was the perfect door opener. And I was like, well, no, like, we really, and neither of us, not like we don't, not that we hate Christmas or anything. We're not Scrooges or Bah Humbug. It's just not it's another day to us. So it's great to have the time with family. I love that. I love the family traditions with my family, but I don't have Christmas decorations up. I don't have a tree up. I couldn't tell you, well, I was going to say, I couldn't tell you the last time I had a tree up, but I can. It was five years ago when I hosted Christmas and I watched probably six hours of YouTube videos on how to decorate a Christmas tree. <laughs> Oh gosh. And I mean, I loved it. I actually really did because the, the thing that I told everybody was I'm not having one. I'm not having a Christmas tree. Everybody's known, you know, we're a little bit different with regards to that sort of stuff. And uh, my nieces and nephews, they were, of course, five years younger back then. So they're like, Auntie, you have to have one. I'd be like, nope, none of, nope. And of course, it was a big surprise when they came in and it was beautiful because I had done my homework on how to decorate a Christmas tree. Um, 
but it's just not, it's not something I'm interested in. I do like to look at them like in the dark. That is a beautiful thing, but I'm not interested in <laughs> taking the time to set one up so I can look at it in the dark. <laughs> oh, and it's just, again, that willingness to be aware of what works for me. You know, how many people have put up Christmas trees this time of the year because you're supposed to? Or I was reading a, an email from somebody earlier, uh, like, a, you know, from a business. And this woman had, you know, was just really judging herself about not putting one up because you're supposed to. And it's Christmas and feeling guilty about it and all this. And it's just like, yeah, no, I can remember, I think it was probably 1998. We had just bought our first house and we had... Uh, a huge Diefenbachia plant. Gosh, it was beautiful. And I put tinsel on it for Christmas. That's it. I just wrapped the thing of tinsel and I'm like, there, there's our tree. We're done. Uh, so it's never been, even as a kid, I hated decorating the Christmas tree. There's pictures of me like pouting. <laughs> yep, that's how I used to manipulate. And who's, who am I kidding? It's not used to. <laughs> anyway, back to the topic. <laughs> So yeah, you know, does it work for you? And then is what they're choosing? What do you need to choose for it to work for you? Not how can you get them to choose something different? But what can you choose for you based on what they're choosing? So everything that is and everywhere you've bought and sold the lie that you have to get them to choose something different because that's the only way you can be happy. Will you destroy and uncriddle that and return it to sender with consciousness? Yeah, right, wrong, good, bad, online, pop, pop, shorts, boys, and meons. Because the one thing I know for sure is the only way that you can be happy is by choosing it. Yep, that's the secret, my friends. It's not based on external things. It's not based on what you get for Christmas. It's not based on how much money you've got in your bank account. It's not based on how many orgasms you had last week or today. <laughs> it's based on are you willing to choose it? Yeah, because you might have, you might have, um, can't think of the word, but like happiness, like you, you know, let's say you get a bonus this time of year, bonus check. There might be like this kind of happiness for that moment. But it's not true happiness, because if it's not the right amount that you've decided you should get, then that will change the happiness. If the government takes a big chunk of it, that will change your happiness. You know, then you become at the puppet. You know, it has your puppet strings instead of if you're just willing to choose happiness, whether you get a bonus check or not, whether the government takes some of it or not, or no matter what's going on. If you're willing to choose happiness then you actually have control. But if your happiness is dependent on external things, then you are actually controlled. Everything that brings up, we just turn and create it all, return to sender with consciousness. Right, wrong, good, bad, online, put back shorts, boys and beyonds. Yeah. So everything that you've been kind of mulling around about what works for you, what doesn't work for you, what should work for you, what, what can't work for you, like all of the stuff that's just kind of floating around, <laughs> everything that is, will you destroy and uncreate it all and return it to sender with consciousness? Right, wrong, good, bad, online, putt, shorts, boys and beyonds. 
Because it really isn't about deciding today that that doesn't work for you next week. Now, sometimes it is because next week is Christmas. So if it's Christmas related, yeah, you might need to choose today what, what that looks like. And sometimes you might not. Like sometimes you can actually choose in that moment. So, I mean, you can always choose in that moment, of course, but I mean, like in terms of plans and stuff, if you need an airplane or different things like that, if somebody's going to make you a meal, like it might be a little bit sooner, but you also don't have to have the conclusion that Christmas with my family will never work for me because that's a conclusion. You really want to be in the 10 seconds. Does this work for me right now? (laughs) And then... It could even be, does it work for me to say yes to going home for Christmas right now? Because then that is more clear of what is. Not, does it work for me to be at home at Christmas when it's not Christmas yet? But does it work for you to say yes? So it just starts to open up new possibilities and different ways to look at things. So that you're truly living in the present moment, choosing what works for you, from a space of what will create more for the planet. Anything that doesn't allow that to show up as if by magic, will you destroy and uncreate it all? Right, wrong, good, bad, online, putt, puck, shorts, boys, and beyonds. And then it really is this energy of the willingness to be judged for it, the willingness to be say, well, you know, how dare she, or wow, she's not going to do that anymore, or she's changing that, or he's not doing this, or he should do that, or... Like, what if, what if the people judging you when you choose what works for you are the people who aren't willing to choose what works for them? Yeah, everything that is, we just start at great at all. Right, wrong, good, bad, online, pod, fuck, shorts, boys, beyonds. Now, how do I know that? Because I used to be one of those people who weren't willing to judge, or weren't willing to judge, <laughs> weren't willing to choose what worked for me. So then I did judge those who chose what worked for them. In fact, it totally pissed me off when they did it. And it didn't piss me off because they did it. It pissed me off because they showed me it could be done. They showed me it was possible to say, hey, that doesn't work for me. I'm not going to choose that anymore. Thank you. And I didn't at that time want to know. Now I'm so grateful. I'm so grateful that I have that space. And it might take me a while. (laughs) It might take me 10 years to go, hey, it doesn't work for me to host Christmas. How funny is that? So, yeah. Like, I guess, as they say, as we say in Access, we get it when we get it. So you might have some things unravel over the next few days where you go, wow, I never, ever considered that didn't work for me. Or... The thing with me with the parties, didn't consider that it would work for me. Didn't consider that I could be, you know, the hostess. So truly, what else is possible that we've never even considered? When we drop the barriers, when we're willing to be all of us, when we're willing to be present, what else is possible that we have never even considered? Yeah. And let's finish with this yummy clearing. What energy, space, and consciousness can you and your body be to physically actualize an unreal, unbelievable, fantastic, phenomenal, unfathomable, magical, miraculous reality totally beyond this reality with total ease? Anything that doesn't allow that to show up as if by magic. Will you destroy and uncreate it all? 
right, wrong, good, bad, all nine Pudpock shorts, boys and beyonds. Thank you so much for listening in, guys. Have a wonderful week, and I look forward to chatting with you next week. Thank you for making The Glenice Show part of your life. Listen again next week, Thursday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time and 3 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel and continue changing your life.